generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Mark chapter 2 from verse 1. I read alone, but please follow with your eyes, but more importantly, your heart and your mind. And again, he, capital he in my Bible, that's Jesus the Christ, entered Capernaum after some days. Watch this. The next line. And it was heard. Someone, another one says, noised that it was in the house. As we enter into our third year, second anniversary was in two weeks. As we enter into our third year, one of the things that we must learn to do is how to make noise about the Jesus in our house. Because the presence of Jesus does not automatically initiate the manifestation of miracles. And for Jesus was in the house, but that's not why people came into the house. The reason people came into the house was that certain people took it upon themselves to make noise about his presence. When you are ashamed or silent about the presence of Jesus in your life or in your local church, your spiritual house, you are robbing a generation of their miracles. Because the man who got healed in the sticks would never have known that Jesus was in the house if somebody had not... Look at somebody say we must make noise about Jesus. Isn't it interesting that people are making noise about money and about drugs and about sex and about Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo plot. Yahoo, raise the power. You know, raise the power. You know, raise the power. Spiritual things. Immediately, many gathered together after they heard the noise, so that there was no longer room to receive them. Not even near the door. It was packed. I'm trusting God that God is going to give us that miracle. Now, one of the challenges that we're having right now is that because all the chairs are filled, you know, you come everywhere is filled, so you think that we have reached the max. We haven't reached the max. Maybe we need to stop putting chairs here, so I start preaching, like, from here. Because I, because I think, like, we can still put in, I don't know, another 70 chairs or so. <laughs> I know, maybe on the walls. Same movie. You might criticize Mr. Walls. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is there was no space even near the door this is tight like no place to move in through and then he says and he preached the word to them somebody say the word, the word. then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men and when they could not come near him those carrying the paralytic couldn't come near him because of the crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when he had when they had broken through they let down the bed on which the paralytic man was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit, word of knowledge, that the reason thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Please look at somebody and say, why you reason about these things in your heart? 
there is somebody in this house this morning who is reasoning as a man against the reasoning of God. God is saying certain things you have in counter arguments. Counter reasoning. D-law. The angels look as a D-law. Argument. Arguing. And Jesus said, why are you reasoning like this? This is the question I have for you. Which one is easier? To say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise, take up your bed, and walk. Hmm. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. This morning, somebody's rising out of their paralysis. I like that, amen, but I want more intentionality from your heart and spirit. Somebody this morning is rising out of their paralysis. Immediately, he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. Let's read that last line together. So that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this before 2019 rolls over before the curtains are closed on this year somebody will look at your life and say Michael we never saw anything like this I wish that amen was more robust more intentional Clinton, hear the word of the Lord, Clinton. They will look at your life and say, We never saw anything like this. A turning of the tide, a shifting of the gears, a moving of the elements, a switch in the sequence of things. There is going to be a, mag a miraculous, dynamic, supernatural turnaround that will make people say, Indeed, God is involved in your matter. Lord, we receive your blessing upon your word and upon our hearts. Help us not only to be hearers, but do us of the same. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We've been talking about things that are better than miracles because God wants us to leap. And whilst leaping is important or miracles are important in the context of leaping, it's also important for us not to become addicted to things that should follow us. In other words, we ought not to become miracle uh, addicts, uh, miracle junkies. But we ought to be people who are walking as sons, as redeemed people in the will of God, in the plan of God, in the agenda of God. And then who by lifestyle, the lifestyle of faith, become partners with God in the proliferation of miracles in the lives of men. But beyond those miracles, God has certain things he wants us to walk in, certain things he wants us to manifest in. And for you to really get the full picture of it, listen to the first message I preached this morning, the first service, and then the last two messages as well. You can get that on soundcloud.com forward slash kings connected. Now in this service, I quickly want to mention something. Uh, that there are many things that are better than miracles, but I want to give you four of them very quickly and we're going to look through that that's the teaching beat of it once I'm done with that I'm going to go to the text and I will preach from the text so I want your minds to be open spirits retentive and attentive but uh, get ready to engage by spiritual fervor the things I will declare so the very first thing that God wants you to embrace as being better than miracles is his person 
God's person is better than miracles. His person. And God has a person. He said, that's the thing. People just feel like God is a thing. God is an idea. God is the universe. That's new age. That's, that's ungodly. That's actually demonic. God is not the son. Uh, whenever you find God being called the son in the Bible, is purely metaphoric. He's not talking about this son that is the center of our solar system. That that's God. That's not God. That was created by God. In fact, that came to be on the fourth day of creation as presented in the book of Genesis chapter 1. So God has a person. God is an individual. He is not a human being, but he's a being. He's a being. So God has a preferences. God has likes. God has tastes. Come on, people. God has thoughts. God can be sad. When I say sad, the Bible says that it repented him, that he had made man. What does that mean? That, that God can have an emotional state that is different from pleasure. Understand that? God has things that he cares about. God has burdens that he wants to transfer to people. God cares. When it says, cast not all your cares upon him, for he cares for you, he's saying that God cares. The feeling of being concerned for another. The God has that. He's a person and his person is superior to miracles. And so when we look at the people that God used remarkably, even to work miracles in the Bible, there were people who were not just obsessed about what God could do and what God could give, but they were concerned about who God was. David is a classic example, Psalms chapter 63, 1 to 11, Psalm 63, 1 to 11. He said, oh God, you are my God. And it says, early will I seek your miracles. Oh, come on, people talk to me. Sir, you're not saying anything this morning. Is that what it says? It doesn't say that. It said, early will I seek seek you. I'm not going to seek your, what I'm coming after at this time is not your miracles. It is you. Early will I seek you. God wants my life to be devoted to seeking him. He says, my soul thirst for you. How many of you have certain friends in your life you know that they always come around when they need a loan? A soft... <laughs> oh, come on, talk to me. You know anybody like that? Do you know anybody like that? Oh, you don't know? Okay. Do you know people in your life who call you when they need something? Yeah. Then the piece of advice or maybe they say that you're close to a girl that they like. Yeah. Oh, they're on the side. So, uh, yeah. Some of you are dealing with that case right now. You're like, God forbid, they will never meet. The worst part is somebody is trying to meet your friend when in fact you like him. <laughs> so there are people who come around when they need something and you will not get the best of God by seeking the hand of God. You will get the best of God by seeking the heart of God. Focusing on his face. Seeking him. Why? Because what somebody gives you does not necessarily change you. Transformation is from the heart. It's from within. 
the people that you've spent a lot, lot of time with, whose company you enjoy, are not the people that just come to your house to watch uh, Z World or Telemundo or what else do you guys watch, or Super Sports, many of the guys. They are the people that you can speak to on different matters. You know some friends, the way you want to talk to them, you already budget the time. Some friends is open, right? The same people, you must have an agenda. If some, before you pick their calls, you have scripted something. Oh, come on. If this is, just, just smile, because if you're looking too serious, I'll think you're guilty. <laughs> right? But there's some people, you're just flowing from one concept to another. Come on, people, you know that? Floating from one uh, part of your life to another. You're talking about different things. It is fluid. It is organic. It is easy to engage with them and God wants that to happen that's what happened between God and Abram God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah what did he say he said I can't do this thing without gisting with my friend without telling my friend Abraham because when you're God's friend you will hear things your generation will not hear you will come into things that people in your environment will not come into yet why because friends reveal things to friends so if you're not getting a lot of spiritual intelligence, why not check, have I been seeking the hand of God? Have I been seeking the face of God? What am I seeking? Look at somebody say, what are you seeking? So my soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. Check the sequence there. It says, God, you're my God. Early will I seek you. Many people seek God late. And that early is not just the sequence of the day. It's the sequence of affairs in your life. When you saw that you started catching feelings, or more likely feelings started catching you, you did not involve God. Table Shakers Ministries. Maybe I should go and start a personal ministry called Table Shakers International. TSI. You didn't involve God when the feelings were flowing. But after the guy starts, started acting funny, he said, God, why now? So you sought God, but not early. Or you finally muster the courage to, to present him to your household, your, your mom. The moment you came, came into the house. Joe, wow, wow, yeah, yeah. I took you into the room. Is that? And I said, that cannot be him. Or is it? Some of you don't even seek God until parts of your life have become affected. You cannot sleep. God had been speaking to you about midnight prayers for years. You didn't obey. But now a man's issue kept you awake all night long. Can I preach this morning? Maybe it's not just relationships. It's about business. Business. They did the pitch, the presentation. Told you, buy this farm. Buy this farm, 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 farm. Buy this farm. I'm farm. You're farm. 
You didn't know that the farm had issues with familiar spirits. The issue is not that you cannot buy a farm that has demonic problems, but you were not prepared for the kind of problems you had. So they said to you, buy this farm, till the ground, you tilled it. They said, bring another 200,000. We need to buy insecticide. Next week, they told you the insects had eaten up the insecticides. <laughs> so bring 300,000. I know one person that can reverse engineer the soil. He will break it open, break up the fallow ground. He's a prophetic farmer. Channels of his spirits will open up. <laughs> so you spent like 2 million. Meanwhile, God had been saying, so 200K. But instead of saying 200K, your obedience had K legs. Now 2 million, gone. Farm, gone. Familiar spirits, stayed. Seek God. Look at somebody say, seek God. Seek God better than somebody on 4.3 seeking a 4.5 GPA. Seek God better than somebody in our 30s is trusting God for a life partner. Seek God more than some football clubs are seeking wins to rise on the table. I didn't mention any name. Look at some say, are you seeking God? Do you know that you cannot seek God and people around you will not notice? Have you ever been looking for something in the house and after a minute or two, somebody asks you, what are you? Because seeking is not passive, it's active. Your life ought to be so actively stirred in the direction of engaging the divine mind on every area that people can tell that you are looking for something. For someone. Seek God. More than you seek your car key when you know that you're running late. Seek God more than you're trusting God for someone to open the toilet door at the public toilet. When the internal pressure breaks the barometer of reasoning. No, there's about to be an explosion that I have not seen and you have not heard. As somebody says, folks are not smiling. You've been there. <laughs> we are trying to form. <laughs> Look at someone say, are you seeking God? I, I tell you, that example is very important because when you're in that space, the pressure is internal. Something is driving you. There must be, there must be an open door. You've never prayed in more than that. It, it, it ramps up prayer desire. <laughs> ask your neighbor are you seeking God we must seek his person and when we seek his person we'll discover certain things about him so God's person greater than miracles many people want miracles for public validation but when you seek God God will give you private miracles that nobody even knows about because when David was seeking God, he had strength, capacity, influence, anointing to slay the lion and the bear. And he didn't post it on Instagram. So when you're really walking with God, he'll give you private testimonies that are just between you and him. Walking with God is enjoyable even when it's just you and him. 
to we must seek the person of God seek the he says because your loving kindness is better than life my lips shall praise you this is, a, this is a romantic intimate exchange with God I'll praise you with my lips not the wrong person I'll praise you God with my lips look at your neighbor say your lips are to praise God Ask that person, what are you doing with your lips these days? What are you doing with your lips? See folks smiling, looking away, acting mushy and acting like they just got a post notification, some kind of text message on their phone. Look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball. Wait till they do with those lips where you get. Psalm 16. <laughs> Sounds like they are putting lipstick on their lips. Whatever you do, wear lipstick, but don't let your lips stick to the wrong thing. Put your lips on the rod of the word. Psalm 16. Did somebody hear God? I should continue. This is word of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> Psalm 16 verse, verse 8. Let me, I just need to scatter one demon right there. You know, you know when I teach, I teach prophetically. And, and demons are comfortable when they are not exposed. So for that person who has been feeling so, so, so having proclivities and tendencies and innuendos stop it high five your neighbor says pastor talking to you psalm 16 psalm 16 8 to 11 so so notice this i want to observe something so seeking is active you're in the house you're looking for something anybody around the house who sees you will know you're looking for something so if you're seeking God, your friends ought to know. There's a way you read your Bible. Uh, this guy, no matter how sweet the gist is, by 12, he has stepped outside to go and pray. That's seeking God. Seeking God is not you're doing your own. You now add God. Waiting concern you, concern you, concern me. You're adding God to your schedule. Le bobo, lo bobo. Angels, they say, na bobo, na bobo. That's right. Trying to form speaking in tongues on the go. You can do that. You can do that. You can, but that should not replace private. You get what I'm saying? All right. As you're laughing, I hope you're sinking. It's sinking. Psalm 16, 8 to 11. Next thing we see David say here, Psalm 16, 8 to 11, it says, I have set the Lord. How? Always before me. I have done what? Set the Lord always before me. Now don't forget, Psalm 63 says, Early will who seek you? Here I said, I have said what? Seeking the Lord is your personal responsibility. I can share my revelations. As a pastor, I will feed you the instruction of God. I'll feed you the word of God. I'll feed you what the Lord is saying. But the particular application of it for your daily growth and long-term health 
has to do with you taking personal responsibility and intentionally seeking God. Someone say, I hear. So I've said the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. What will happen? I shall not be moved. What does right hand mean? The right hand represents strength, capacity, authority, influence, productivity. Right? Your right hand. Right hand. Because God's at my right hand. Because God is the parameter for my productivity. Because God is in charge of my influence. Because God is the one that takes charge of my life. Because I've entrusted my life. I can't use the word delegated God, but you delegate your right hand man. And God is not my right hand man, it's my right hand God. What's my right hand? Right, my right hand is where I have some power and influence. But guess what? Even in that place, I still rely on God. I still allow him to dictate what's going on. I don't buy things just because I have the money for it. This is, I've said the Lord always before me. Do you have a presence sustaining mechanism? There are different things. I do a lot of spontaneous worship. So it's one of my ways of setting the Lord continually before me. Singing about him, singing to him. Some of you are very good with memory verses. I'm quite good with that as well. But some of you, you can remember anything. But instead of rem remembering bet this one, bet this, naira bet, dollar bet, bet bet, abeti aja. Put your mind on the bet tower of the, of, word, of the word of God and memorize it. Instead of studying numbers, no number. Ah, Meditate in the word of God. Some of you can remember the Lord by drawing. You doodle. Doodle, you doodle, you, you, you do hand stuff. Find a way of putting the Lord continually before you. Now, David was saying this in the days of fewer distractions. No Instagram, no Twitter, no Facebook. It was easier, not easy, easier relatively. Now, even when you set the Lord before you, things will be worker passing. Between you and the Lord. GB, come and be the Lord. GB, come real quick. And stand opposite me. So I've set the Lord. I've, I've devoted myself. I want to serve God. I want to please God. Just stand there. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking, looking, looking. Babe. Come and enter. Uh, you know, I can look at you. That way. Hmm. I will bind you. <laughs> now, now, she's there, and I can see traces of the divine, but I can see more of her. And the devil does not obstruct your vision of God by taking God away from you. He obstructs your vision of God by placing something else in between. Leguda. E pliskonto fra suseke. Lito suse petwa. This is liberation for somebody. And I proclaim in this moment there's a release of grace to change priorities. So the woman comes. Governor, come. Governor, government policy. 2% on every deposit of 1 million or 2 million. 
I can see less of God now. I can still see God once in a while. Ah, God, how far? <laughs> you full ground. How did it go? <laughs> Balance. <laughs> right? Then all of a sudden, I start looking at other people. Dami has released a single. Where's my own double? <laughs> Dami, come, come, come and stand. You know the funny thing? Many of these instructions, they don't stand still. They'll be moving, going back and forth. Going back and forth. Then I'll start getting dizzy. And when you're dizzy, you sleep off. And when you're asleep, even when God is there, you will not know. For Jacob said, God was here. And I didn't know it. I was asleep. Somebody say, look at God's person. Number two. God's presence connected to his person. Thank you, thank you, people. Thank you, LT and company. Let's celebrate them. Number two, God's presence is better than miracles. Better than miracles. I won't be long on this. Moses said, if your presence will not go with us. Now, this is Moses. Moses has seen 10 mighty miracles in Egypt. I mean, this guy has seen nuts. Tiny insects come out of nowhere. This is the manipulation of material things. He's seen that height of the miraculous. This is not just some kind of healing of headache or whatever. This national level miracle. Strategic. This econ economy altering interventions. And God honored his word with that. He had seen that. He had seen an intercontinental miracle. A Red Sea. The Red Sea. Parted. He had seen a pillar of cloud without GPS. Before Google, God already had his technology. Pillar of cloud by day. Pillar of fire by night. What was sustaining the flames of fire? If not the creative word of God. Imagine fire burning without any natural fuel. Some people will never be able to discover the source of your energy because you will keep burning with divine fire. You will not burn out. They will look at you and say, the rate at which you're going, you will soon knock. But the engine that God designs can never knock. It's the engine of God that's powering the car of your destiny. You're not going to break down. You're not going to lose your mind. You're not going to fall apart. The fire of God will keep burning. The wisdom of God will keep shining. If you don't believe it, say nothing. If you believe it, shine. Yeah, 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 yes. But Moses said, God, if you are not going with us, we are not going to leave this place. So God, you've done miracles and we are grateful. But when you really know God, you know that miracles are kindergarten in the educational system of God. Yeah. So Moses is like, I'm not going to stay with ABC. I've seen PhD level. I want those people to step into it. So he saw the miracles, boy, he didn't walk with the miracles. As a matter of fact, the presence of God is superior to miracles. And we're seeing it in the life of Jesus because don't forget, the one who was that came to arrest Jesus and... Uh, Peter had the sword and uh, I believe the guy's name was Marcus, the guy whose ear he cut, right? Remember? He wanted to defend, uh, pardon? Yeah, so he has a name. Yeah, I believe that's the name, Marcus, check it. Um, <laughs> not Malcolm X. So, so anyway, he took the sword and then Peter wanted to defend Jesus. Be careful of support that takes you out of your destiny. Some people want to defend you are damaging you. 
So Peter wants to defend Jesus, but it, it, that's not a time for. So he cuts off his ear. Now, Jesus now did a miracle in that moment. He puts the ear back. Oh my God, I wish I could preach that. Should I preach it a little bit? Should I preach it a little bit? Jesus was not just showing off his power, was not just showing off, showing off his greatness, was just not showing off his ability to heal people even when it's vulnerable. In other words, when you're vulnerable and people think they've already arrested you, there's enough power in you to help your enemies get out of their mess. But one major thing was that to cut off somebody's ear, especially somebody who was connected to the military system, like slapping a soldier in Nigeria, you know that's trouble. Yeah. Or cutting somebody's a soldier's ear, that's trouble. And if they take that person to court, they're going to jail him. So what Jesus literally did when he placed the ear back was that he cleaned up the evidence of what Peter did. Because if the ear was on the floor and the guy was bleeding to death or they had the evidence, Peter would not have been available in the upper room. And Peter would have been in jail, which means his destiny, which was to preach the inaugural sermon of the church, where 3,000 people were going to get saved. So whilst you're thinking of defending one, God already has 3,000 on his mind. And, oh, yeah, and that's why sometimes you do something, God will reverse it. Because God's wisdom is superior to your imagination. Look at somebody say he cleaned up the evidence. He cleaned up the evidence. The Bible says there was therefore now no condemnation. That's exactly what Jesus did on the cross. He took all the ears that you caught, all the people that you slept with, you ought not to have slept with, all the monies that you stole, and he pinned it against the cross. Ha! Have a nail to the cross. The handwriting of every ordinance that was written against us. Yay! That's what he did on the cross. He cleaned up the evidence. Some of you are not so grateful. Some of you are overwhelmed by the love. But if you're grateful, can you just look at somebody and say, He cleaned up the evidence. He wiped the mess. He wiped the mess. God will never bring it up again. Don't forget that even when Jesus resurrected and went to see them, John chapter 21, He said, Sons, children, have you had any fish? He never brought it up with Peter again. Do you know that Jesus never even brought up Peter denying him three times? Do you see it anywhere? Jesus never said, Peter, in the original plan, you were supposed to preach that someone, but your lips would be glued. You that you denied me. God can take somebody who denied him last week and anoint him. That's why be careful how you mess with people's relationship with God. All you know is what you see on the outside. You don't know! talking about genuine salvation where there are fruits <laughs> I'm talking about cosmetic you understand that so Moses was wise enough to say if your presence does not go with us we don't want to leave this place how do you cultivate the presence of God one of the ways in which you maximize the presence of a thing or a person is acknowledgement you can't maximize a relationship in which you don't acknowledge the existence and the difference and the relevance and the value of the other person. 
That's why waking up in the morning, it is not very wise for you to wake up in the morning and you're running all over your day. Can you acknowledge the person that kept you through the night? Can you acknowledge that person? Without whom there will be no Instagram? Or WhatsApp? Number three, and this one I wish I had more time, but I might devote it to another time. Number three is this. I need to read a verse for number two. Let me just read the Psalm 16, 6 to 11. Psalm 16, 6 to 11. The lines are falling to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me when? In the night seasons. Some of you are going through night seasons. It didn't say nighttime here. It says night seasons, meaning the season of your life where things look dark and dim. He's saying that my heart will instruct me. Why is it important for you to guard your heart? Because when you're going through dark times, it's what you've been putting your heart in the light that will come out. This is one of the reasons people take their lives because when they were good, they were not feeding their minds with the right thing. And so when light becomes dark, the negativity of the invested thoughts in their hearts begin to yield the interest of suicide and depression. So he says, I was, I, I, this is what I've said, I have set the Lord always before me. Always. So I'm writing on, I shall not be moved. My heart is glad. My glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. Do you see a similarity here? So I will say, God, my soul will long. Then what will happen to my flesh? My flesh will follow. When my spirit seeks him, and I cultivate the discipline of seeking him in my soul, my body will be body. It will lift itself. It will line up. Because your body will respond to the instructions that are most pervasive to it or around it. Number three, better than miracles, principles are better than miracles. Psalms 32, 8 to 11. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. In other words, the fact that the way is there does not mean you should take it. Why is it saying I'm instructing the way you should go? That means that there are other ways that look attractive. But that's not the way to go. He says, I will instruct you. Are you right? Are you good? Are you good? Okay. You're just meditating on the word. All right. I will instruct you in the way to go. Is it not possible for two people to be called to preach, but one is sent to the Gentiles and the other one to the Jews? We don't see Peter appearing before kings like we see Paul appearing before kings, but both of them were called. So God says, I will teach you. He said, I will instruct you. Then I will teach you in the way to go. He says, I will guide you in my eye. These are the principles. God has ways of doing things. Isaiah 55, remember the, from verse 8, talking about his word that goes out of his mouth. It shall not return to me void. It shall go forth and accomplish and prosper. And that which I've sent it, it says, 
My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. In other words, God has ways. God has ways. You know when, when you see somebody and somebody does something that's, that's his way. Yeah. What do you mean by that's his way? Now it will be that. What does it mean? That that's how? So God has ways. And God wants us to know his ways. God doesn't want to remain a mystery to his children. Oh, come on, you didn't hear that. Imagine if I'm mysterious to come in and run out. Tomorrow, I dress like Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. The day after, I'll be uh, Aladdin. The day after, Jaffa. The day after, Lion King. Right? Bouncer. Daddy, mysterious in all your ways. I know we're singing that song, God moves in mysterious ways. But God wants us to know those mysterious ways. Because Colossians 3.10 says that he might make known to principalities and powers the manifold wisdom. In other words, to the actual person, it's a mystery. He says that now we have fellowship of that mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when Christ came into the earth, dearie, one of the things that Christ came into the earth as, he came with flesh. He could be touched. He could be defined. They could say, where is Jesus? He's over there. That's exactly the same way God wants his glory to be so expressed in our lives that we can tell that is God and that is the devil. So if you're in a zone of confusion, either you are not paying attention to what God is saying or you're living in denial. God doesn't want a believer to be confused. He wants you to know his ways. Let me show you a couple of things in the Bible. Psalm, Isaiah 48, 7, 17 to 18. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you. Someone say, who teaches you? Teaches you to prophet who leads you by the way you should go. So this is the second time we're seeing that. Way you should go. <laughs> oh, that you had heeded my commandments. Then your peace. Come on, you guys have the scriptures. Why, why are you not showing us scriptures? Why are you just showing us the point? What's going on? We need the scriptures more than we need the point. All right. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. That means that one of the ways in which you know you're not going the way you should go is that your peace is disturbed. I say when you follow my commandments, when you follow my ways, what he says, he said your peace would have been like a river. How does a river move? It flows, right? River Niger. Have you ever seen any prayer meeting raised for River Niger? Let's pray for River Niger. We don't know what's going on these days. It has become ice block. Is it? Is it do you ever seen that? Your 20, 30, 40 something years of living on earth. Have you seen that? Ah, what's the prayer meeting about? It's about River Benrio. We don't, we don't know what's happening with River Benway. They've put too much yam inside the river. No! He said to flow like a river. 
Isaiah 48, 17 to 18. And then your righteousness, like the waves of the sea, is going to be expressed, manifested. Psalm 103, verse 7. He says, he made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. I'll talk more about that some other time. Jeremiah 24, 6 to 7. Or from verse 7. It says, then I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. 1 Corinthians 1, 24 to 25, 29 to 31. Well, let me read the last part of it. It says, he who glories, let him glory that he knows me. Jeremiah 9, 23, 24, a part of it says, let me take it from verse 23. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. Media, you need to help me. I give you all the scriptures, so I don't know why you're going back and forth now. It says, let him glory in that he understands. Have you heard people say, God cannot be understood? That's not true. God cannot be understood in his entirety. But the ways of God, the patterns of God can be understood and should be understood. In fact, God said glory in that, that you understand and know. Imagine, they said there are many, many, many areas of my life that if you want to know what I think, ask my wife. Why is there such, such silence? Am I a mystery? <laughs> right? Okay? But there are some areas where that has not been revealed because you're still going to discover things about your partner 10 years into marriage. When I say things, they're not necessarily bad things, though. Because people are like, hey, this marriage thing. Uh, my ears are full. And the final thing, before I quickly trick the text a little bit, is the processes and the protocols of protocols of God. The scriptures I've given you will suffice for both of them. God has a process and God has protocols. So in Mark chapter 4, the Bible tells us about the seed of the kingdom and it says that the kingdom is like a man who plants seed in the ground. He goes to sleep. He knows not how. He said it comes back. The seed has fructified. fructified. He said first the ear, then the head and the full corn in the head or the, the blade, the ear and the full corn in the head so that's the process of God in Mark chapter 4 now in the book of Jonah Jonah chapter 4 we see God do something what does he do in the book of Jonah he causes a tree to grow in one day is that miracle or principle miracle the tree grows when in one day what happened by the next day it withered in one day but when it speaks about the kingdom and talks about the seed it says it becomes a tree and what happens birds of the air will come to nest in it so when you build something by principles not only will it survive the times it will be to accommodate other lives but many times when you go just by miracles it will happen so fast but many times as fast as it goes so people are at the, at the place uh, miracle of multiplication follows and bread and two fish the next day, when that boy got home, do you think that he took one bread? 
and it was multiply. Tell me. That was not what happened. You have to bake it or buy it. How do we tie this up in our text in the book of Mark chapter 2? Let me quickly do this. Mark chapter 2. The Bible says that Jesus is in the house. Somebody say, Jesus is in my house. Say louder. Say, Jesus is in my house. Don't say it sleepily. Say, Jesus is in my house. In our text, Jesus was in the house. But the fact that Jesus was in the house did not mean the crowd came. Somebody had to noise. The presence of Jesus. When you walk into your office tomorrow, speak to your office and proclaim Jesus is in this room. Jesus is in this place. I'm not saying obstruct people, particularly if you work in an office, an open plan. Say Jesus is here. Like, I'm saying announce the beauty of Jesus, the excellence of Jesus, the glory of Jesus. Show up 15 minutes earlier and pray in the Holy Ghost around the building. Some of you have never done it before. Try to do it this week and see whether the demons in your boss will still submit or rather disturb you or submit or not. Come on somebody. You've got to be able to do some things when your logical processes are not working. Go around during lunchtime and do some lesu vraskuntoli mataku who am I talking to? Somebody needs to do that. You've got to lay hands sometimes, even on the physical structure, and proclaim God's kingdom. Come, the will of God be done. So they made the noise abroad. And when the noise is abroad, the Bible says people came to the house. In other words, when God is in a place and we're going by his presence and by his principles and all of that, that's fine. But there are certain things that will not happen until we announce it. So for example, David had been living beyond miracles in private. He knew the ways of God. He knew the miracles, the principles of God. But when he stood before Goliath, he didn't just keep his mouth shut. He said, you come against me with swords and with spears, but I come against you. In other words, he announced it. He noised it. He noised it. Is somebody going to noise it or not? Tell that boil in your body, I'm already healed. Tell that cancer in your auntie's body, you will not take my auntie's life. Tell the money you lost, you are coming back. Tell the time you lost. This is not the end of my story. I refuse to go down without restoration. I refuse to be bound by that. I call forth everything that the enemy stole from me, took from me, tricked me out of, manipulated me out of, broke me out of. I refuse. High five somebody with a palm burning, blister inducing, eye reddening high five and tell that person noises and make it loud. People come into the house, there's a crowd there, there's no room for anybody to stay. But there is a man in the story who is determined to leap beyond miracles. We are not even sure. We are not even sure is his determination. Maybe it was his friends that said, Jesus is there, let's try him. That's why you have to be careful of who you surround yourself with. Because they are friends that will make you comfortable in your paralysis. They are friends who are excited about you being broke. They are friends who are used to you being manipulated and used. They are friends who see you as a meal ticket. Friends in quote who are, are, are taking advantage of your vulnerability. Friends in quote whose lives look better because of your weakness. So they don't want to get the job, build a house, buy a car, get married, advance, grow. They are cool with you being where you are because they know that you getting a job will show up their unemployed state. 
status oh can I preach somebody out of that place where they are held back by the wrong circle and wrong society well let me tell you the kind of friends God is sending your way the friends who will say you will not die like this the friends who will say I will bring the stretcher me I will bring the food me I will bring this one may God separate you from takers and takers and takers do you know why because if they are takers and takers one day they will become undertakers but that oh you didn't hear what I just in other words they will soon bury your case and move on to the next person but that devil is a liar I call forth in the realm of the spirit destiny helpers who whilst you're discussing the idea they are already talking about the next stage and the next level and what else you can do and where else you can go and how to put it on television who knows what I'm talking about like the grace people channels on television right now may God send you those kind of people that whilst you're thinking about the audio they're thinking about the video they're thinking about the video they're thinking about the program thinking about the video they're thinking about the outreach may God send you all those kind of people may God separate you from friends who are used to seeing you paralyzed paralyzed and they are not willing to support or assist or care for you can somebody pray in just about 30 seconds Lord separate me from every kind of friendship that is depleting your reserves in me I wish I could get somebody with an open mouth to pray this through yeah story would have died in paralysis if his friends were not available if his friends were not reachable if there was nobody who could say carry me for a day carry me this is the last I... in Jesus name we have prayed this week you will find support some of you just need a little help you just need a little push you just need a little grant you just need a little loan you just need a little idea you just need little feedback this week you will find help this week help will find you that's your amen needs help can you help it so they took this man into the room and when they took him into the room do you know what happens? They couldn't, they could, when they got to the house rather, they couldn't find space. The place is tight. Hey, Katusha. The place is tight. They couldn't even open the door. Now, you know if you're in a tight room and you need the door open as one person, you might be able to sort of like squeeze yourself in, right? But if you're on a stretcher, a stretcher by definition needs a stretched space. Because it's a stretcher. Some of you, you are on a stretcher. Your finances right now are on a stretcher. You can't buy anything without borrowing. You can't buy anything without lying for some people, skipping for some people. But today is the last day you will be on a stretcher. I said today is the last day you'll be on a stretcher. The Bible says that it couldn't find a way. But when you are moving by principles, not just by miracle, you will always find a way. 
those who are just miracle seekers they can get discouraged after a while when the man of God does not call their name when the word of knowledge does not hit their situation when the word of wisdom does not come their way but when people are used to diligence and they're used to working hard and they're used to finding a way this were not people that are gonna say I'm going back well ah, some of you are already complacent you're cool the way you are it's fine but some of us are saying in the next five to ten minutes whilst this declaration is going on me I am not going back home on this stretcher I'm not going back home and so they looked at the front door there was no way there if there was a back door they tried it but there was no way there maybe they even tried the window and there was no way but whenever you have a wheel whenever you have a the faith of God whenever you're moving by something deeper on the inside of you where people see obstacles and limitations you will say that's a way so they went up to the roof well let me tell you something about leaping leaping can be demanded in those days there were no elevators there were no escalators but there are times in the life of a man when his desperation becomes his elevation there are times in the life of a man where his desire becomes the platform upon which he climbs as tricky as it was carrying a paralyzed man on the stairs they climbed up the stairs look at somebody say sometimes look at somebody say neighbor look at somebody say neighbor sometimes you need to climb higher for you to access your miracle some of you you are walking too low so you can't access the miracle you sleep too early wake up too late you are not rising up to the standard from which you will access the miracle you complain too much and pray too little you are on the floor you are a pedestrian but God is going to close up the doors on that level so that you can be stretched higher so that you can be more disciplined so that you can be more devoted so you can learn to inconvenience yourself to fast without announcement to fast without anybody preempting you to fast beyond what the congregation does sometimes you've got to climb higher for you to access the miracle so God will raise your standards higher God will raise your standards higher he will put a leader in your life that will not take your rubbish because the other leaders you were under they pampered you into indiscipline and they robbed you into convenience but now God's got to give you a teacher and a mentor that is always saying why did you come later and why are you not working and why are you not delivering on time God is pushing you higher it's painful and inconvenient but your miracle is on the next level look at somebody say leap beyond the miracle leap beyond the convenience live beyond what you're used to live beyond what you're comfortable with high five somebody and say you will not get it on the same level every other person find my key every other person can access the door on a low level but you will not access the door on that same level you're entering the room from a higher plane sometimes the reason God shuts the door on the general plane is that you will not be admitted or employed in that organization as an intern you will be employed as a consultant so when you got the rejection letter instead of you complaining go and defend 
develop your skills go and sharpen your skills and tell that building I'll be back I'll be back to buy the whole building this man he must have come late that's why there was no room for him that's why every space was occupied sometimes God will allow every space to be occupied because he wants you to create a new space for some of you in the organization your portfolio does not exist but they were created you didn't hear what I just said I feel the Holy Ghost it may not exist but they were created it may not exist but they were created it may not exist but they were created excuse me sir I respect your faith they still have to take off the roof some of you are in the right place but you're not doing the right thing the roof was the right door but they needed to take off the roof some of you your limitation is not above you it's under you take off the roof tear the limitations take away the excuses somebody said tear the roof tear the roof off tear the roof off ah somebody's wondering if i tear the roof how will i be able to afford it don't worry about that the sense don't worry about that if i tear the roof off i will get my miracle and if i get my miracle i will have the capacity to work for the money to rebuild the roof Some of you didn't get that. Sometimes the desperation and the process of leaping beyond miracles might cause you to sow some seeds, give up some things, sell some things, because sometimes you've got to pay now to play later. Tear the roof! Many people have turned back like the sons of Ephraim. The door is closed, you turn back. We're not employing, you turn back. I can't give you the capital. Find the roof! Find the roof! Tear it off! The Bible says that when they tore a hole in the roof and they let the man inside, ah, Jesus looked at them. The Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, Sir, man, we've been hearing of your faith. We want to see it now. We want to see your faith. God said I should challenge everybody in the house to take one bold move this week. Do something crazy this week. The Holy Spirit is lighting up in your heart. Crazy is different for different people. For some of you, you're, you're, you're a supplier, walk up to a company and say, I want to be your vendor. They might laugh, they might scorn or whatever, but you've overcome many barriers. God said, I should dare you to take a, a bold move. God said, ask them, when was the last time you tore a roof off? Break protocol! 
are the limits your miracle might not become tangible until your faith becomes visible Jesus saw their faith Jesus saw their faith We've been seeing your complaining, your worry, your anxiety, your Facebook updates, your WhatsApp status. We want to see your faith. Who else can validate faith but the author and the finisher himself? Jesus saw your faith. Before we explode in, in prayer, Kuga, do you know something about Jesus? Jesus saw your faith. And do you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, what did Jesus say? Tell me, tell me. What did Jesus say? You know, we often skip the first thing when we're, when we're talking about scripture to people. What's the first thing? What did he say? What did he say? He said, son. 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 Not miracle seeker. Because this faith I see is from me. It's in my DNA. You carry my DNA. And when you hear son Messiah do you know what Proverbs says healing is the children's what deliverance is their meat so there's a difference between somebody who just wants to seek healing and somebody who's a son when somebody's a child does the person go to buy his bread himself come on talk to me who brings the bread the caretakers so God can administer directly or use it a preacher or a teacher or a member of the body of Christ as a caretaker to serve the healing bread to his children so when he told this man you are son he didn't just say carry your bread bread and walk in fact he didn't say that he didn't even address the issue because saying once you start growing in your identity you will grow out of paralysis now that's when you know what sonship means you won't lie in that stretcher one more day so when they heard son your sins are forgiven what causes paralysis i told you about the blood last week where sickness in the blood the nervous system floats and is resourced by what blood so sonship talks about the nature of god has been imparted now so the people now say ah who is this man saying your sins are forgiven do you know what jesus said jesus said which one is easier to say carry your bed and walk or is this a forgive? Which one is easier? No? Which one is easier? Carry your bread better walk. That's what Jesus was saying. In the scale of the divine, the easier one is carry your bed and walk. But you can walk into sin. You can walk into error. You can walk into hell. That's why Jesus said, it is better for you to enter into life with one eye than to enter into hell with two, similar to your legs. Right? You, you, you get this? So Jesus is saying, I have done the harder one. By saying your sins are forgiven you what does that tell the new testament believer if jesus already forgive your sins your paralysis is not a threat do you understand i feel some of you are not getting this i pray the holy spirit explodes in your heart he's saying to this man your sins have forgiven you that's the harder one to do because no man can forgive another man's sin it's God that needs to forgive the man's sin Jesus had healed many people he didn't tell many people your sins are forgiven you 
And I said, because these people are wondering, why am I saying stuff? Okay, okay, carry your bed and walk. The easier miracle is the healing of the body. The greater miracle is the one that the invisible realm needs. The New Testament believer should not worry about whether God will heal him physically. Why? Because God has already healed her or him spiritually. Now says, based on that, carry your bed and walk. In other words, the things that used to carry you, you will begin to carry them. You begin to walk in the assurance of your sonship. Jesus walked in the synagogue one day. He saw one woman bent over. She had a spirit of infirmity. And the Bible says that Jesus said, this lady is a daughter of Abraham. Sustainable healing does not come or sustainable health does not come without concentrating on your new identity in Christ. I want us to plug into this atmosphere. This man didn't just come for miracles. He sought the person of Jesus. He was in the presence of Jesus. Guess what else? He knew the principles of Jesus. Faith is a principle in the spirit. And he knew the protocols and the processes because the protocol is you are saved first in your spirit to retain that miracle, that blessing. And then you're healed in your body. You take up your bed and you walk. You walk. You walk. Can somebody thank God in one minute? I know somebody needs to raise that voice louder. God, if you healed my soul, you can take care of my body. If you healed my soul, you can take care of my body. The one who freely gives us a son will lean on also. Give us all good things. Now can somebody quickly proclaim this? I pick up every bed. I rise up from paralysis. What is paralysis? I can't stand by myself. Some of you cannot stand financially by yourself. Some of you cannot stand emotionally. You always need a relationship as a crutch. You always need affirmation, validation. You always need encouragement. The Bible says, rise. Jesus says to you, rise. Jesus says, rise. Rise out of despair. Rise out of your history. Rise out of shame. Rise out of disgrace. Rise out of poverty. Rise out of fear. Rise out of canality. Rise!
poderosos future ransom you're walking into a glorious future victor you're walking into a glorious future tyler you're walking david you're walking you are the first class don't rest on it as a stretcher walk with it you are the third class don't rest on it as a stretcher walk with it you are no class you are not even in school walk with your gifts And go! 
because you are a son your sins are forgiven we're gonna make some declarations as we close wanted to agree with a shout of amen you can pray in the spirit as to make declarations I mentioned earlier Peter denied Jesus Jesus never brought it up every accusation against you with silence right now in the name of Jesus the accusations that you generate by yourself in your own mind you know because I was telling Kenneth in the course of the week I said the devil does not need to disturb himself with you if he has systemized his plans for your life in his absence you will help him proliferate guilt that's why when God saves you from sin it destroys it on the cross and when it saves you from sin when you receive the life of Christ he still needs to save you from yourself by crucifying yourself because yourself can propagate the patterns of sin even though sin has no dominion over you but self can act its way into sin come on people you get this every pattern of guilt condemnation that the enemy has installed as a self-activating self-perpetrating software in the system of your soul we deactivate permanently we silence the voice of accusation in the name of Jesus your paralysis from today is no more every kind of paralysis dependency addiction tendency manipulation everything that ties you down to the wrong people wrong places wrong patterns wrong attitudes wrong expectation emotional malnourishment spiritual kwashioko mental maladies ailments of the soul of the mind of the identity from today i proclaim you are free from them you are healed in the name of jesus I break the patterns of begging. I break the patterns of stealing. I break the patterns of poor self-esteem. I break the patterns of insecurity. In the name of Jesus. You now pick up your bed as a testimony. You pick up that same bed. So you will show people. <laughs> I'm not bound anymore. I'm not bound anymore. I'm not bound anymore. I'm free in there. He that the sun set free is free indeed. I'm free indeed. I'm free indeed. That the sun sets free is free indeed. I'm free indeed. I'm free indeed. Free and 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 free
generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.